Good morning and welcome. Oh shit. Is it one twenty? Yeah. <laughs> to the hundred and twentieth roundup. Yeah. Uh, the hundred and twentieth uh rendezvous of the Sunday Conversation mm-hmm. Podcast. We are we are hosted. Nope, presented by Loyalty Liquors, and we are hosted by each other, Aaron and Ben. And we are filming from, no, we're recording from Ocala, Florida. My fiance's uh, brother just bought a house down here. His wife got a new job, so they bought a house. And it was conveniently halfway between Fort Lauderdale and Georgia. So we took a pit stop last night. So we didn't have to drive all the way through the night, but we are back in America back on land after a, over 550 nautical miles at sea my friend wow that's impressive yeah ocala the horse capital of the country that's it that's exactly it everybody knows uh, that. they don't have any horses and they don't live anywhere near a lot of horses so i would argue that there's more horses places Nice. Um, how are you, bro? How was your week? Uh, good. My week was was good. My week was fine. My week was lovely. Um, th- like nothing crazy to report, really. You know, just a <clears throat> normal work week. Um, I think my my new door for my car finally came in, so I'm finally gonna get my my car fixed. Um, is that just, insured? Yeah. I mean, I that's under insurance. Yeah, deductible. Pay deductible, yeah, but they're gonna fix it. I gotta drop it off Tuesday, right before they said they're gonna need it for a week. I figure, well, I'm away for a chunk of the week next week, so I might as well drop it off Tuesday, let them have it while I'm not around, and then uh, hope we we'll get it back and uh, get to go. But uh, yeah, other than that, you know, not not a crazy. You know, this week will be crazy. Got a lot coming up. Uh, but was it only one door that got fucked up? No, no. <laughs> Two doors in the rear quarter panel, but only but only the the passenger door needs to get replaced. I, I guess. I mean, <clears throat> I don't really know. I, I to be honest with you, I don't. I'm not 100 sure which door they're replacing, um, because like the back passenger door, the rear passenger door, has way more marks on it. A lot more marks on it, but the front door has a dent in it. But like, it's not a gigantic dent. It seems like they'd be able to to get it out, but whatever. It's probably a situation where they're like, insurance is paying for this. Fuck it, we're gonna get them a new door. You know, we'll just have insurance pay for it, which my premiums will go up and it'll be great. But that's uh, that's life, Benny boy. Um, how's your week? How was the last uh, week in the Bahamas? Um, it was, I mean, it was really good, man. Had a near death experience that was uh, very, very scary, sort of, I guess you could say. We, <clears throat> we left uh, Chubb Key. What the hell was that? Yeah, we left Chubb Key on Wednesday, I believe. Okay. Which is down in the Berry Islands. And, uh, we started running towards Nassau 
to head back to Bimini, and we went through a fucking monster thunderstorm. Like, monster. Like, lightning bolts, like, all around us. Like, scary as fuck. Dead in the water. Couldn't do anything. As we were about to get into it, we were like, shit, should we turn around? Um, and I guess... Let's see. My fiance's dad was like, no, we, if we turn around, then we're going to get caught even more in it. She's like, our best bet is just to keep, keep going through it to get to the other side. And that was a very, very sketchy, like three mile call. We'll say, I mean, dude, it was like thunderbolts right over us strike the water right around us like it was uh it was something else but hey i'm here we're here no harm no foul that was uh yeah dude <clears throat> there's not even really like words for that one but um you know so what they say sketchy. the safest That's... place to be during a storm is right in the middle of the ocean <laughs> <laughs> yep holding on to the metal t-top yeah. of your center console <laughs> i mean dude right when it happened like we had the two we had the two outriggers up just standing straight up and one has an american flag one has a bahama flag well a bahama courtesy flag and we had our two radio antennas and we had a bunch of fishing poles like you know up in the rod holders yeah well yeah so like um dave's like we need to get all that shit down so i'm like it's pouring rain. I'm up on top, unscrewing the the outriggers, bringing them down, just like hoping that <laughs> fucking <laughs> I don't I don't get a nice electrocution. But uh, you know what they say, Aaron? You know, calm seas never made a skillful sailor. That's right, Benny. People so forget that. People people often forget that. <laughs> so um, yeah, man, it was one of those things. It's like it's bound to happen like we went through a shitload of rain we went through like you know some rough ocean but this was sketch factor 10 um conveniently and thankfully and you know we had some angels looking down on us but uh it wasn't it wasn't rough it was just pouring rain and just striking lightning it wasn't like we were in six foot seas or anything crazy so um, that was nice. Just doing, you know, before every hockey game I ever played, I, I always said this little like prayer and then, um, you know, just, I guess, talk to the, to, to some of my deceased family members and just mm. always ask them to look over me, you know, sure. make sure I didn't get hurt. And uh, you can better believe that I was I was talking to him that whole fucking trip. I, I had my lady wrapped tight in my arms. She was not great, and uh, I was just just talking. Just we're gonna get through this. Everything's gonna be all right. Crack, boom! Everything's gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be all right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, everything was all right. Um, but uh, yeah, besides that, 
after that happened, it was so funny because I was talking to my cousin Corey. He, obviously, we've talked about him before, the lobster fisherman. And we had been texting like the whole two weeks, just talking about weather. I mean, he's a he's just a sailor and a fisherman, so he understands all that shit. So he was like looking at stuff for us and letting us know. And, um, he says to me, uh, it was on like last Sunday. He's like, uh, he's like, well, we're talking about this big storm rolling through Monday. And he's like, uh, he's like, well, my New England fisherman uh, weather forecast is, is that um, you're going to have a bad storm. And around Monday by lunchtime, it should all clear off and be flat calm. And if I'm wrong, then you could just call me a regular meteorologist or something. <laughs> so on Monday, it was absolutely raining sideways. So um, I, I just messaged him back and uh, I was like, well, Corey, uh, unfortunately, you know, it's still raining. So then he was like, holy shit, man. He's like, because he had some buddies that were supposed to be like making a, a run over to the Bahamas. So it ended up being Wednesday after that storm when it cleared up yeah. and uh then we had three great days so wednesday wednesday afternoon thursday and then friday we uh we left yesterday so um but it was beautiful coming back across and uh loaded the boat up almost got in a fight with some some uh south florida jet skiers at the boat ramp and uh yeah, got the hell out of there, man. You want to talk we're, about... Where are you fighting with jet skiers over? Oh, because we were sitting in line to back the trailer down into the fucking water, and then they just fucking come tearing around the corner and just park right on the boat ramp. Oh, and they're like, which side do you want to go to? I'm like, I'm going right down the middle, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they all... Then they, dude, it was fucking hilarious. So they had their crazy wife driving this fucking um one of those big infinity suvs yeah. dude she just starts backing she almost like just backs clear into us i'm like laying on the fucking horn we got the trailer down in the water the boat's trying to get up it was like a absolute clusterfuck but i didn't say a single word i just didn't i was like i would i could have gone off the fucking rails and you're but, a changed um, man it was just like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like, and then, so then this is the best part. And this is where I was even more impressed with myself for not saying anything for the next five minutes. He's bitching at his wife. She's like, why can't we go down there? And he's like, cause they don't know how to put their boat on the trailer. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to put their, and I was like, Oh my God, dude, I wanted to fucking drown him. But um, people are pieces of shit literally oh they're the it's worst like, then oh the my fucking God, worst dude. it's like we the boat is right there we're right here we've been sitting here for 30 minutes we're going down there and it's like just no patience you know for anybody so then at that point like everyone's like a little flustered and i was sure we were going to get on the qualified captain or something like the boat ramp champ fucking videos um because <laughs> it took us like a couple times a get the boat you know it's a it's a big boat to be on a fucking trailer yeah. and uh but yeah so that was just this it's always something you know didn't we talk about last week at the or the, when we left the guy in the gas station that was 
fucking screaming at us over the bottle of water. Yeah. Did I talk about that? No, I don't think so. Oh my god, dude! At three in the morning, I thought I t- I told that whole story. Mm-mm. Three in the morning, the day that that we were about to leave, we were in Fort Lauderdale at a gas station, and we just grabbed this guy, like homeless guy, walking down the street. <clears throat> um, he was like, uh, "Y'all got a water?" And at this point, it's like we have four cases of water that we're about to carry to the Bahamas. And then, you know, we don't know when we're going to get water again. So, like, yeah, we had water. It was in the coolers. And he just stands there for about uh, probably five or six minutes. Oh, can't, can't, give a, can't give a fellow human a water? Like, and he just keeps going, keeps going. And then the next thing's out of his mouth. How much is that boat? 100 grand? 200 grand? You can't give a guy a water and he like keeps going, keeps going. And like, we're just trying to ignore him. Like, yeah. you know, it's like in like in the back of our mind, it's like the first, you know, in that case, it's like, who knows if the guy's on drugs or whatever. It's sure. just like kind of, kind of ignore him. But it turns out he starts fucking going ballistic. You know, oh, you got a $200,000 boat and you can't give a guy a water. So then finally, my fiance threw him a water bottle and he like i was like take the fucking water and he's like what did you say and he fucking starts growling and like (laughs) screaming at us oh my god dude and i was just like oh like i couldn't fucking believe it like all i was thinking about was like i like dude if you come a little bit closer i'm gonna fucking gaff you i'm literally gonna put a fucking gaff (laughs) through you but then I'd be in hella trouble. You know, it's like, there's no winning in that situation. There's nothing right. you can even do. It's right. like it, it, the, what the world has come to in terms of, um, you know, cause it's like, yeah, here's this guy like asking for a bottle of water. Right. And in the, in the grand scheme of things, it's like, okay, it's nothing. It's, it's a dollar bottle of water, but sure. in the other, in the other, like the, the other, um, like side of it would be like it's like dude we bought the water too we had you know we went to work or whatever fucking got the water it's our water like you know people just expect the fucking handout like everywhere they go like you know oh oh you can't give me a water it's like yeah we can give you a water but it's like we earned this water the the water is ours it's like you know but then you you know you can't we're in the world of, of, of handouts right now. So it's like, no, like you couldn't physically or not physically, what would be the like words using words. You couldn't like explain to someone like with that. I was going to say like, like mental capacity, but then again, this motherfucker had a major mental capacity. He knew exactly what he was doing. You know, it's yeah. like, well, I, you can't like, you can't explain to somebody like, dude, yeah. Like we could give you a water. It's our, you know, just it's our water. Yeah. But he, there, he wasn't taking no for an answer. He was obviously fucked up on something and it was just a night that just fucking fuck did I, did I, South Florida, man. Fuck dude, South Florida. Did, Get I, me back fucking, over to the fucking dude. It happens in Red. New Haven. Did I tell you about no, the, I the guy at the chicken sandwich place? 
No, but I'd, I love chicken. I love chicken sandwiches. Oh, we got so. next time you're around, we got to get Haven. We got a national hot Dude, chicken place here. They're so fucking good. I've been good. following this new thing, Taste of Connecticut. Yeah. Oh God, I think I sent you. Okay, you day. did, and so I got a comment about that because my girlfriend has sent me posts from them before, and we have a we have a problem with that dude. That guy has no emotion. He's like, oh, look at how great this food is. And he's got no emotion when he's talking about it. He needs to be a better salesperson. He's got to make you feel like you have to have it. You know what I mean? But he does highlight some pretty good places. In fact, he did Haven Hot Chicken was on one of his little Instagram reels. But this was, I don't even know, maybe a month ago now. My girl and I, we were going to the movies. We were having like a lazy Saturday, right? And so we'd just been chilling all day. It's like the first Saturday in forever where we had no obligations. First Saturday for a while, we had nothing going on. So we're like, you know, we're just going to chill. We're going to do nothing. So we take like a nap. We wake up and I'm like, do you want like a chicken sandwich? And she's like, yeah, that sounds good. Because we've been talking about getting chicken sandwiches from Haven Hot Chicken. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, I'm going to go pick them up. You know, like you can just stay here. I'll go get them. <coughs> take 15 minutes. I'll be right back. So I go down later. I'm, yeah. I'm in handcuffs uh so I go, I go down to the chicken place I order the sandwiches and it was like one of those like first like really really nice Saturdays where it like got into the low 70s or whatever so I'm standing outside the chicken joint just enjoying the weather it's like six o'clock in the evening whatever and of course downtown New Haven is littered with fucking homeless people I've become immune to them so as I'm walking up to the chicken place before I order, a homeless guy comes up to me. Hey, sir, can you spare any change? I said, nope, don't have anything. Walk by him, right? And he's, you know, typical homeless, you know, passive aggressive guy. He answers, you know, well, God bless you as you walk by him. Like fucking rights. And I go order sandwiches. I'm standing outside. This other guy comes up. Sir, can you, uh, he goes, he goes, can you get me something to eat? I said, nope. And he goes, I didn't ask you for money. I asked if you could get me something like this, like all like aggressive. And I like, when I first said no, I wasn't really like looking at him. I was, you know, looking at my phone or whatever. And so he's like, you know, he says, I didn't ask you for money. I asked if you could get something to eat. And I looked up and I looked him right in his face. I said, yeah, I fucking heard you. No. And he starts walking away up the street, just motherfucking me up and down. It's like, this motherfucker can't get me something to eat. But it's like, yo, I'm not, it's like, you know, for the, the sandwich and the fry combo with the drink, it's like 18 bucks. Like, I'm not fucking spending $18 on you just because you think I am supposed to, because you're not asking me for money. You're asking me for food. And so you're showing me that you're not doing drugs with the money, but I'm still obligated to buy it for you. Like, get the fuck out of my face, dude. Like, it's 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 we it, listen i get it i homelessness mental illness it's a it's a it's a huge problem that we as a country don't do enough about but at the end of the day you know i work hard for my money my money ain't going nearly as far as it used to and, and let me I'm going guess broke right after that he got on his iphone and called someone <laughs> and right. bitched them out because <laughs> This guy, this fucking white guy wouldn't get him fucking yeah. a sandwich or whatever. Oh, God. I mean, it's it's one of the nice things about living Aaron, where I live in New Haven now because that was, I used to that was I will tell you this. Like, I used to. like right after that had happened, I was thinking about 
Dallas a lot because yeah. when I was working, you know, in the convenience stores for Trevor, um, he, he would often tell me, and, and like at that time, like, I mean, I was obviously making very, very good money. Like a couple bucks here and there wasn't like an issue at all, but he always told me, he's like, he's like, listen, if a homeless person comes in, a lot of times they're just, they want food. Like, you know, don't give them money, but go get them a fucking hot dog off the spindle roller, you know, that's been sitting there for the last six hours that needs to be moved anyway. You know, it's just like, give them a fucking hot dog. Yes, you can either, um, you know, like you pay for it. It's like two bucks, you know, whatever. Just, Just call it what it is. And in that case, it's more like, okay, you're almost paying a small sum of money thank you very much i just got a coffee delivered to me wow beautiful service i know shout out Um, toby yep shout out fuck me she's the best but um anyway he's like in that case for for our other customers sake just give them a little so that they go off in peace and calm and they don't cause a ruckus and then it's like it then frightened other customers that are, right. you know, <clears throat> paying for, you know, whatever gas, convenience, food, the mm-hmm. whole nine. So it's like and but then that's also a slippery, slippery slope, because every time you're there, if they come in, then they start expecting some food or right. whatever. So it's you like know, feeding in, a wild that, animal. But in that case, it's like we were the store owners call us. I was not a store owner, but I, I worked there. Like we were in a management style position at this yeah. store. Now, when I'm just sitting at a fucking gas pump, pumping my own gas in my own vehicle, I'm nothing. I'm just another um, customer, you know? Yeah. It's like, so then like when someone comes up to you, it's like, dude, I don't, like I'm, I'm essentially in the same boat, no pun intended as you right now. Like we're, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a store worker. I can't hook you up with something. I can't get, you know, it's like, whatever. So it's like, it's just a very, I mean, dude, and, and we talk about this shit now. I mean, this is only, you know, like the beginning we're getting to a point where, I mean, the entire I mean, America is just going to be a handout. There's not going to be anybody working, um, like straight up. I don't know what else. I don't know how else to like say it or do it. It's like go to a restaurant, go somewhere, and notice the lack of um, employees or whatever. It's just like it's a fact. So as that shit starts to happen, it's it's going to be come more and more and more like some fucking what was that show um hunger games that's what it's gonna be like dude that was just a that was a prequel to america to the new america the hunger games and the funny thing is i never even seen the hunger games a very good movie grouping of movies i don't know about the books i didn't read the books i'm not a fucking nerd oh just kidding i am um yeah, it's it's we we it's getting it's getting very interesting, and it will make you know the elections this year very interesting to see what happens to see kind of where people's mindset is because you know for 
a, kind of a, a little while, it seemed like the country as a whole was uh, non-social issues was kind of like starting to band together a little bit where it was like, okay, like, you know, we, we can't be inflation is through the roof and, you know, all these kind of fiscal problems that people were feeling together that kind of draw everybody together. And then it's like the second there starts to be some unity, you get all these things that happen and, you know, now there's more and more controversy and we're back to trying to rip each other's heads off. Um, and like at the end of the day, like life is just tough for everybody right now. I think it's the first time in America's history where gas is above $4 a gallon in every state in the country. Um, it's $5 well, dude, in it's, downtown it's, New Haven. It's nonstop. Like everything. I saw this, you know, I've, I've been seeing like, you know, the memes or whatever on the internet, just talking about like, um, I saw one yesterday, like how is a single mother supposed to start how is a single mother supposed to start saving for you know uh an emergency when and then they just list off all the shit it's like you know housing you know they want our rent to go up 800 bucks a month gas is now x amount of dollars per gallon you know it's like and you start listing all this shit and it's like yeah you start to think about well there's like two little sides there's like well it's like that's people have dealt with that shit forever and there you know there is a way but then the other side is like wait a second it's like you know it's like how much lifestyle expenses can you actually cut before it's like okay you can't really cut the fuel situation because then you can't go to work and make money it's like food what are you gonna let your kids starve to death it's like you know but then in that case you start then it becomes all cheaper everything gets everything gets dropped down a level. So if, if the kid was eating a couple apples a week back in the day, and now it's like apples are through the roof. It's like, now the kid is no longer getting any nutrients. He's got to eat shit. I'm just like making up hypotheticals right now, but mm. now it goes across the board. And the other thing I wanted to say was, I remember a while back, this picture was circling around the internet and it was of these, it was like these three girls sitting on a bench inside a museum and they were all looking at their phones. Right. And then this old woman, um, she like tweeted what's wrong with this picture. Like, and then like, you could tell that her thought process was like, okay, there's three kids sitting on their phones in a museum. And then there's these, these, you know pretty pieces of artwork behind them right they're not even looking at it well then yesterday i saw the follow-up meme to that and it was hey boomer did you ever think that the museum had to get an app to explain all the history of their shit because they can't get anybody to work in the in the museum right you know and it's like whoa that that kind of makes you think like at first you could see what the woman meant by like what's wrong with this picture but then you start thinking about you know where we're at you know in today's life and it's like that actually make there's probably um a qr code underneath the photos and you hold your phone over it and it says you know history of fucking 
the Mona Lisa and then, you know, gives you all this shit. And it's like, that's, that's actually an advancement rather than, you know, like, a what's wrong with this picture type of thing. Interesting. Like, you would choose the Mona Lisa. Then. Yeah. Cause it got cake thrown at it recently. <laughs> That's why I kind of picked it. it was only I, I, I couldn't really think of. A, I, I should have said a starry night by um, what was that guy's name? Van Gogh. Leon- oh yeah, Vincent. <laughs> that's hanging in. I'm that's hanging in MoMA. <laughs> you almost said Da Vinci, didn't you? <laughs> Damn! I should have not. I should have not given you the answer. I should have let you given you the rope to hang yourself oh. instead. Rembrandt painted a hell of a starry night. I'll tell you that. Uh, well, hey, at least you know some of the masters, as they say. But yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. It's it's a very it's funny because like uh, it's a gubernatorial election year as well, and you know I've been getting targeted ads for Ned Lamont, which I don't know why. I don't know why I'm somebody they're trying to appeal to, but it was like. You know, Ned Lamont has has suspended the gas tax for Connecticut residents. And it's like, okay, it's five dollars a fucking gallon. So he's saving me a quarter. Great. You know, it's still costing me like, thank God. Honestly, thank God I bought this car because it's like I went from filling up twice a week now to I can fill up like once every six days, which is nice. But and it's a smaller tank. So it's God, I'd be saving you saving 20 bucks a, a fill up right now. I mean, it would cost me 80 bucks to fill up my old car right now. Um, yeah, it costs around, uh, let's see. Um, what, what was our most expensive gas? 791 for 290 gallons. Yeah, that was the most expensive we paid on this trip. <laughs> Decent amount. <laughs> um, it is not to fucking take out a second mortgage to get, to get, uh, to get gas for the boat um mm-hmm. <clears throat> but like and that's like the the i guess the, the greater point is that like these these people who have done such a bad job and i don't even blame it's so it sounds like crazy but i don't even blame the current administration at the governor level at the at the presidential level because Aaron, two wings to the same plane man it's like two wings to the same bird at this point it's fucking it, it's an atrocity if, like if you haven't picked up that nothing is happening in the government over the last you know 10 years like no positive change is coming then i don't think you'll ever pick it up and it's just there's no there's no hope anyway it's like if you can't see that I don't even know. I don't even have like a good way to explain it. It's like, if you can't just see, say it plain and simple. It's like, if you can't see what's happening, then there's no sense because it's just a fucking, it's a flip-flop. It just goes back and forth. You know, it's like, you know, divide and conquer is is as true as it ever could be at at this point in, in, in life. It's like, everyone hates each other. Um, everyone has someone to blame there's no you know it's like even if you took somebody and like shook them and was like and gave them every 
explanation you possibly could in a very, very, like in layman's terms. Like, I don't, I still think people wouldn't understand. Like, that's just simply it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think so either. I, I just, it's, it's, you know, when, when the decision was made to shut down the world for, you know, months and months and months and months in terms of economic repercussions this was always going to happen i mean it's just it's right. like inevitable the, you know the the other one of the other movies about the 20 or 2008 economic collapse is too big to fail and like our government our, our government our economy is too big to stop and i don't mean like so powerful like too big to stop you can't stop it i mean like it's so fragile and so big in the way it runs that if you stop it, like the, the, you're going to be paying for it down the line. And, and we are, and who knows how much longer we're going to be paying for it. And we really are. So I, it's not even that I necessarily blame the current administrations for being so short-sighted with the economic impact, but it also shows you what they're willing to do to, you know, win elections and stuff. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. If, 2020 wasn't an election year would COVID have been as terrible as it was in the sense of media coverage and you know the the uh, amount of lockdowns and restrictions that were put on people well, like hey, if it wasn't an election about, year wait, probably not what's COVID Aaron because it's gone they lifted all we uh just yesterday they lifted the uh the the need to get a test before coming back into the United States. Did you know that? Oh, no, I didn't. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> so they lifted the ban for air travel and whatever travel just yesterday. So you no longer need to get a test to get back into the United States, um, which is just incredible how far they've come. And it's like how it's that they're able to lift that ban and, um, Actually, that's a complete joke. But what I do want to say that's not a joke is I just traveled pretty much nonstop for the last six months or something. And the amount of fucking COVID tests and all that shit that I had to do to do stuff, it was insane. You know, it's like, and then you start putting dollar signs behind that. And I am truly baffled that they lifted those bands yesterday i'm truly baffled they were making so much goddamn money on absolutely well, nothing yeah it's like, dude, dude sure. all right let's just say six times i took a covid test that that cost more than i would say the cheapest one was 50 bucks most expensive was like 300 yeah. six times i took a test never once did i have it so let's do the math on that all these you know it's like that's a lot of fucking money it's like for something that doesn't exist it's a lot of fucking money well right and so like and that was kind of my the the point i was making was that like 2020 was an election year it was why it was so amplified i mean just call spade a spade it was it was it devastating did it cost people their lives you know sure i'm not arguing that fact but you can't sit here and tell me that if 2020 wasn't an election year that the spotlight on it wouldn't have been so huge because if you have the situation you had where 
didn't matter who the fucking president was. Nobody was going to be able to handle that in a, in a way that people would deem as being handled properly. It was always going to cause negative light. And when you've got a guy like Joe Biden, who's proved himself to be not the most competent person in the world going against Donald Trump in a presidential election, you need every bit of ammo you have to be able to make the incumbent president look terrible. And I'm not arguing that at all. I think it, it was brilliant political strategy. It obviously worked. But at the end of the day, it just shows you what politicians are willing to do and do to the American people just to win. And that's really what it boils down to, to win. And then now it's here we are two years later, all of us are fucking paying for it, literally. And, you know, it's just, it's just shitty that you can play with people's lives. And Ben, before you retort or rebut or just answer, you have, we have two minutes and 20 seconds. It's been that long already. Huh? That's crazy. They even took Zoom away from us. <laughs> it was all we had left. That's all we had left. Well, now that Zoom stock is tanking too, they're like, oh, we got to do something to fucking get money back. Oh, shit. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Well, I guess on that note, uh, keep on living. Did you go fishing last weekend? Oh, my God. Zoom is off $300 a share in the last year. 52 week high, $406. Right now it's 109 bucks. Yeah, Oof. well, Ethereum Ethereum was trading at uh, 4,200 and it's 1,500 bucks. So yeah, 52 it's all relative. I saw that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I did, but we can well, we can talk about that next. Well, next week I'll be in Martha's Vineyard or I'll be on Martha's Vineyard. So we'll, you know, we'll um, get to Hey, I would like an official tally of the states we've recorded in and I know seven countries and then I was thinking like we need are we going to record when you're in the vineyard because then yeah. we could grab Massachusetts we already did that we two years ago we did that oh fuck okay perfect but we have mass yeah all right I was just thinking maybe like, next maybe when you're home we'll drive up to I like think, Vermont and I do think, it there I think what we got to do at this point is we need to go ahead and start monetizing this bitch as the most well-versed podcast recording podcast well, tra- well in the world. traveled podcast well traveled yeah okay it's i'll like, look into it i'm sure there's yeah. a podcast out well, there maybe I, like maybe that I'll look into it. i need a new job anyway so i'm all right I, get on it buddy I'll, yeah i'll give you I'm 10 start- cents an hour perfect love that 1927 <laughs> that's funny i got a story about that but i can't even tell it right now um in zoom all right hey all right. Great chat, buddy. Love. love you. Love you. <laughs> I'm...